that's how me and my grandfather did breakfast. We right. did a shot of creamer before we ate anything. Right. <laughs> I'm not here for your And welcome back to, finally, another new edition of the Vag Dialogues. I'm your host, Claire Sampson, and I'm joined today by uh, my good friend, Mr. Brendan. Hi. Um, again, I suck at life and have gotten busy and have not done a good job recording. I'm thinking I should try and start to set up a schedule. Might be helpful. <laughs> like, try and do it twice a month or every other week. Cause... We were, we, when I was podcasting at the radio station with my group mm-hmm. before we fell apart, we had a, we had a falling out. Oh, no. well, we had five people yeah. in one room. And the problem with ours is we didn't have, like, a set direction yep it was just free flow mm-hmm. and it kind of got out of hand after a while especially with five people that's a lot from of people. different personality types mm-hmm. we were just thinking about like redoing it and starting with the same original group or yeah. at least like me and two others because we have more similar style of play oh absolutely it's hard to get a lot of people together into a room at the same time because there's all kinds of schedules yeah. and then you kind of need someone to lead along yeah. the way you know and um because i've toyed with having a co-host over yeah. the time too um but my schedule's so crazy and then mm-hmm. you know we have two people trying to podcast at our house sometimes which is hard yes um, and then life Life. Life. <laughs> Just life. Especially Just life. now that it's busier with the right. holidays coming up. Exactly. And we're usually swamped because, like, Tuesdays kids have class and stuff. Wednesdays Jared's busy yeah. uh, at class. So it's nuts. So mm. it's all good. All right. Well, let's kick it off and jump right to it then. And um, we've already discussed your name. Yes. And Brandon and I, I'm going to set this up, had tried to record like a month ago. It was, yeah, a while ago. And it was the epicness of all badness. Oh, it was terrible. There's <laughs> the six people in here and there's photos being taken and... Music and my children are loud. Yeah, they and are. That's okay. They're very loud. So they're not here right now. So that works yeah, out really well. Okay. Um, so we're going to try and go through this again. Do you remember when we met? Now you that told we... me last time. <laughs> I told you last time. I can't remember, but I think it was at my rush. Or and like a rush. A rush before mine. Before you could actually rush. Yes. yes. But you don't remember that. No. Do you remember my the first point of your consciousness where you're like, oh, hi, this person is now part of my life where yeah, I met I'm them? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was uh, my last night of pledging. Ice cream social. Naturally. I mean, we're going to have to edit that out, right? That's probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was my ice cream social, and I ran my head into something on your wall. I don't remember what it was. It was right over in the corner there. And... I went up to you and I was like, Claire, I broke your thingy. And it was you or Jared. I can't remember which one because I was really drunk. But um, I walked up to one of you and I was like, I broke your thingy. And you guys, oh, it's fine. It comes off all the time. I was like, you guys are so nice. Our carbon monoxide detector, I'm pretty sure, is what you knocked off the wall, which I don't even think it's up anymore because it didn't work. Yeah. So. But yeah, I think that was my first memory was actually being here on my ice cream social. Mm -hmm. And then the morning after, you guys were making food. And I was like, these people are wonderful. (laughs) They've housed me and gave me food. And that's pretty much all it takes. I tend to feed people. Yeah, no, it's okay. Yes. And I like to host. I'm sure many of you know. Um, Yeah. I hit a point, though, where it's get the fuck out of my house, mm-hmm. with the exception of, like, my core people. Yeah. Because <laughs> as much as I'm friendly and outgoing, the people that are my people is a much smaller circle. Yes, absolutely. It's like, like I'm pretty friendly and open, but I don't like to be, like, super touched. I know that sounds weird, because mm-hmm. I can be touchy-feely, but 
It's the mood. It's the mood, and I have it has to be the right people. Yeah. Like if someone that I'm not super close to, and even someone that I'm close to comes up and like tries to rub my neck, like I'm gonna punch them. Yeah. Oh, like want to <laughs> punch them in the face. No, unwarranted so. touching is is yeah. my thing too. Like if I'm in a bad mood, just generally, mm-hmm. I don't don't touch me. No, nope. it's bad, and I know a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. Like it just if I'm if I'm really pissed off, right? Just like, leave me the hell alone. <laughs> Get out of my bubble. I just need a few minutes at least, right? Just to clear. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, what fact about you surprises people the most? Is there something about you that most people would never guess? Well, most strangers uh, they are surprised when I say I've taken ballroom dance and I enjoy it. Most of my friends know I love it, but I'm just. Kind of over it at this point. Gotcha. Are you still doing it this semester? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it with uh, one of the other members, mm-hmm. Melissa. Uh, she's one of the newer ones. Yes. I don't know if you remember her at all. Eyebrows. Because she will forever eyebrows. be. Eyebrows. Yeah. she will forever I, be. I can't remember heart. if it was you or called her that because mm-hmm. she's got, you like her eyebrows she's or something. She's got massively awesome eyebrows. Yes. Every benefit brow bar in the United States wants her. Yeah. Because her brows are spectacular. But, um, we're taking it. I'm helping her out because I'm not taking the class, but mm-hmm. I'm just joining her as a partner. Okay. But we've been so busy, like, I had the, what did I do? I missed two classes, and just, like, out of stuff I had to do, and then there was Mm -hmm. times I was just like, I'm sick, not really, but I'm tired, and I can't do this right now. Um, But I had, like, the Cub Crawl, which was my marathon broadcast, Mm -hmm. or my mobile broadcast from Wrigley Field about the the Cubs championship. And then I had my 36-hour broadcast, which mm-hmm. the next day I was up for 45 hours total. Wow. And I had to go to bed. I was, yeah. like, driving home and falling asleep. I'm oh, like, yeah. I need to pull over. I need to get out. So I pulled over, got out of the car, and, like, jumped around. But yeah. stuff like that, I just have been skipping, so I've been behind. Uh-oh. So it's difficult to catch up. And I have two weeks left to memorize five dances. Better get on that. Are they doing another, like... Yeah, if you guys want to come. So speaking of which, when can we come see you dance? Um, I believe it's... Let me check my calendar. Okay. It is the... Let's shamelessly plug. The 15th. The 15th? I believe it, it's 6. Okay, the 15th I will six. double check with Wonderful. you next week. Because then when we, post the, um, when we post the podcast, we can throw in there. When Absolutely, we, and so. people can show up. The kids loved it. I'm glad. I My remember children thought it was amazing. The last time I was here, Mara wanted me to bottom dance with her. She's like, can we dance? I was like, sure. So I picked her up and yeah. like swung her around and stuff. <laughs> she had a blast. Of course. They both did. They thought it was awesome to watch. It was cool. And then, something different. And then they had the other dance troupe come in and dance too. They were so cool. good. They were. And I think they're bringing another one in oh, again. Fun. So that'll be cool. Very cool. Excellent. Um, so then along that same line, what is your passion in life? What gets you going, gets you up in the morning? Uh, my job at the radio station and my major, I yeah. really found something I love. Because awesome. I used to be a history and education major, and then I didn't feel I was cut out for it at this time. So I switched over to broadcasting. I'd taken an intro to radio class, mm-hmm. loved it, wanted to do more with it. So I changed majors, mm-hmm. got a job as a music director. Yeah. And that's something I really enjoy because I get to listen to new music and categorize it and put it in and mm-hmm. determine what plays and what's appropriate for our station. Right. I feel like I have a lot of power, and I like that, Mm -hmm. making these decisions, and now I have an assistant that actually does work, (laughs) and, uh, well, like, my assistant was graduating, so he's just looking for something to, like, put on his resume, and he was, like, gonna help out, Mm -hmm. but he never had the time, because he was getting ready to graduate, so he had a lot of other things to do, Right. and he had a girlfriend, that ate up a lot of his time, so he's never in the station, Mm -hmm. and now I've got one who's a freshman, so she's really gung-ho about getting involved, Perfect. so I threw all the load work we're gonna do on her, like, split it up, and I was like, this is what we need done. 
by like the second month of the semester so we can organize our audio vault and alternative. Yeah. She was like, this is a lot of work. Like, we'll get it done. I'm splitting it up between the two of us. And yeah. if we just work a little bit at a time, yeah. it's not going to be hard. Oh, nice. Wonderful. That's, that's great. And I think sometimes people forget that broadcasting is very similar to um, theater or any t- sort of performance art and that it's not always easy to get in and get on. No, no. And you have to work really hard and you have to, you know, just because you get an internship doesn't mean doesn't you're going to get a job. Get a job. And then you have to be willing to do grunt work for a while oh and God. do the shitty work. You mm-hmm. know, um, we have another friend, also great, great radio voice, and he interned mm-hmm. for Mancow actually, but never wound up going anywhere with it because it, it that's the thing because he had life and he had to make bills and yeah, you know and couldn't afford to drive to... into the city for zero dollars yeah internships um, i'm lucky enough yeah. that her summer opening over the summer for the mix yeah i applied there and my buddy got a call back and i didn't oh. so i'm gonna call i'm gonna send another email yeah and just or call and ask if there's like a ask like the pending status uh-huh. yeah but i'm also gonna send an email to xrt's music director Wonderful. and see if i can like intern i love the mix by the way i'm gonna throw it out yeah. there to eric and kathy like probably they've one gotten of the better great radio show mm-hmm. i think they do a good job on there you know and i'm sure like they don't do all of the work i'm sure it's oh, a lot no. of their behind the scenes people but you know I've... what they throw a lot out to like the people that work on their show yeah. um like and um, they just got a couple awards so they were doing yeah. really well they got like some chicago awards mm-hmm. i saw on this i forget who the the tweeter is but right. he's like a he's a very famous radio analyst yeah and he he's covers all like everything radio and media. Mm-hmm. So he's been telling everyone about all this stuff on Twitter, and I'm trying to keep up with it. But I remember when I was a kid, I never liked them. Yeah. Because their topics were like, Colin, if you've ever been stuck in traffic. Right. And I feel like they've definitely grown as hosts. Mm-hmm. Like, they've had shows before, but they've grown together in their market now. Right. Like, in Chicago, they've done such a good job at, like, changing, mm-hmm. like, slightly, but just getting more... Things to talk about that actually have depth. Yes. But they still do, like, the, the idol, the BS mm-hmm. occasionally, but it's still, like, they have a lot of good stuff that outweighs the whole, right. I don't like listening to them concept. I don't like Man Cow at all. No. I don't like Shock Jocks. They piss me off. I think he went from good to bad. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he he went to being interesting and, and keeping things a little more middle of the road now to having a fucking opinion and not listening to what anyone else has oh, to say. Oh, it's awful. It's like one-sided radio. Mm-hmm. There's no and discussion. I feel like uh, 97.9, I think, is really sexist and, like, mm-hmm. appeals to more of the manly man, like, uh, beer and boobs kind of right. thing. Like, even their commercials are just super, like, all right, there's a hot girl talking. I get it, but right. I'm, I'm not interested. Right. Well, and I like that um, Eric of Eric and Kathy, he does a good job playing devil's advocate when need yes. be. And playing middle of the road when need be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, he'll he'll bring up stuff, um, which is good. And then, you know, you bring in some other people. Like, I love Whip on there. Mm. Do you know who Whip no. is? Okay. Do you, did you listen to Man Cow back in the day? You might mm. be too young. I'm a little young. He used to be on um, Q101. Okay. Back in the day. And he had an intern, Brian the Whipping Boy. Yeah. Who's Whip on Eric and Kathy. Okay. Um now what's funny is his, his radio name is Whip, but no one really says any like they nev never I've never heard it tied on Eric and Kathy. And I was listening to it when it tra- when he transitioned in, yeah. And they never made a connection hmm. to that he used to be there. I knew he used to be there because of his thing. And maybe at one point a year or two later, he finally said something about like yeah. his in a previous life when he was on another show. Yeah, he never actually said it, but I he like confirmed. He also does ESPN radio and stuff too. Um, okay. But he's been around for a while. Uh, it's interesting to see 
how, you know... Things change. Yeah, but he also plays, you know, like, even though he's closer to, like, my age, like, you know, early 30s kind mm-hmm. of thing and has a family, they, they joke about him calling him Grandpa Whip because of how, you know, he deals. Yeah. But they do a great job of making it a homegrown show, too. Bringing mm-hmm. in people from, from the sports yeah. teams. Like, you know, they always have a Bears player that yeah. comes in and calls in. They always have a hockey correspondent, too, mm-hmm. that's Sierra Shaw. Yeah. Um, before it used to be um, Sharp. Not Sharp. Yes, Patrick Sharp. Yeah. He's gone now, right? Yeah, he's on, he's on Dallas. I'm sorry. I know. He's on the stars now. Sharpie is like, it was my like my favorite. So That's why I was upset. like, wait, I'm all confused. No, she yeah. was she was in love with him. Mm-hmm. And now she's he's transferred and changed teams. She's so upset. But she still likes the Hawks. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't not. You can't not They're love the great. Hawks. Speaking of Hawks, um, did they didn't play last night, they right? They did, and they lost in overtime by, a, it was 4-3. to three. Did, um... Patrick Kane score another yep. goal. He got so his twenty first. He's high with Bobby Hull. Awesome. He scored. It was such a beautiful play. He sat in the corner to the if you're if the goalie's facing the other goalie is on the yeah. left side. Um, he's sitting there for five seconds, just passing this puck to himself. Yeah. And that's what I love is when he starts doing that, other players freak out because right. they don't know how to handle him. Plus, they've also got Panarin and Ar- and uh, Anisimov on the line. Mm-hmm. Great players. And all three of them together are killing. The second line scores more than any other line put together. Mm-hmm, right. And he sits there, sits there, sits there, and he's looking out at the rest of the players. Never looks at the goalie until he turns and shoots between the legs. Mm-hmm. Goes right in. Yeah. Like, the goalie was just like, he beat me. Like, it was just good playing. That's that's great. And, and then Panarin scored, or Anisimov scored on a beautiful play. Patrick Kane's going around the goalie and just... Pops it back to the corner of the net, mm-hmm. slaps it right in, and they have some excellent coordination. They do. Team. That's always one of the things that's nice to watch. But the same thing I'm gonna throw it out to Eric and Kathy has made me a better Chicago sports fan. Yeah. And then I'm gonna say it too, not just them, but Whip as well. Yeah. Gives better sports information because he's a sports guy in the background. Because yeah. um, before that, um, Mark Sapelsa of WGN fame. Yes was their news guy for a mm-hmm. while before he got the WGN gig, and then it got to be too much when he was doing both. Yeah. So then Whip came in, but, you know, the sports news is really good. Yeah, I think they everything on that show is pretty pretty developed now. Yeah. They've got their own solid swing going. They really do. And it's good. It's good to see them succeed. Right. Um, I want a job like that. Mm-hmm. Or at least start a podcast where I can earn money mm-hmm. and be able to have money to travel. Right. And... Do a podcast from every state and like spend time there, mm-hmm. get some stories, get some tales, and then move on to the next state. Right. I think they've done a good job. It's, you talk about the evolution of the show, too. Yeah. Before, like, I think it used to be like people were very one note. Like, this mm-hmm. was this was Kathy's role, this was Melissa's role, this was Eric's role, this was the news person's role. Yeah. And I think even though those elements are still there, it feels more cohesive. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not always, they're always playing the same character. Because people yeah. aren't always the same. People no. have days and things and or things they're into. And so I like how the show has continually developed over the years. And I love the fact that I still get to listen to him for five, ten minutes in the morning. Or before you still listen to him for an hour. Yeah. But, you know, it's good when you have content where you're like, I want to continue watching this. Mm-hmm. I want to continue listening. In high school, for me, I had to drive all the way to the city mm-hmm. for high school. And I used to listen to Q101 before they got 87.7 and then yeah. it came back to WKQX now. Right. Um, but it was Q101 and they had Sherman and Tingle in the mornings. Mm-hmm. I used to love them. Yeah. Because they were like very, they were sophomoric in nature yeah. where they had like a lot of fun and I liked that as, you know, a 17 year old boy. Mm-hmm. But then there was also like things I cared about on the show. Like they did right. music topics and they did like stuff that was interesting to me at that time. Mm-hmm. So that was what I enjoyed about them. And then when they went off the air, I even called in and was like, don't go guys. Like, Fight the man. 
Because I, I missed, because it was like my hour commute, and that's what got me to school in the morning, was listening to them. Yeah. And like, they played, like, WKQX has done a better job in the last couple months of getting like different content out there. Mm-hmm. But they're like, daytime radio is pretty similar and all the same now. Mm-hmm. They play a lot of the same songs. I'm getting kind of sick of it. Yeah. But they do like the Dr. Drew, and they do the 80s and 90s alternative on the weekends. Yeah. I don't like the Dr. Drew show. It's like Lifeline with Dr. Drew. Yeah. He's on there at night. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Just because it's like, it's stupid relationshipy. like, my girlfriend left me, what do I do? I'm just like, oh my god, can we get something better on here? Well, yeah. I just, it, it, it gets listeners. I, I think guess, it's Fred and Angie in the morning now on Q101, or what would be 101.9. No, that's, that's a different. Or one of Fred and Angie, I think, is B96. Nope. No? No, no. They're not on Q101 because Brian and Lute is, being, is a Q101 okay. in the morning. 103.5 then? Maybe. Maybe. I think so. They're just like... Call in and answer, call in and answer, kind of like some of the country stations are, where it's it's not really a show, it's It's really call-ins in between music, yeah, Yeah. where that Eric and Kathy really is a talk show in the morning. Yeah, it is, and that's what I like. I like morning talk shows, because there's something to listen to, and you can, like, A, keep up with current topics, B, Mm -hmm. have something to think about, Right. like, throughout the day, like, oh, you know, that was interesting, like, Mm -hmm. do more research or whatever, um... That's what I try to do in my radio show. Like, yeah. I'll play a lot of music, and some days I'm just like, music, I don't want to think right. about anything. <laughs> but I try to get, like, improv radio going. Uh-huh. Um, I was doing, well, for my, my marathon, when I did 36 hours, we raised actually over $1,400. That's great. So I think we've, we've out of the students, we've done the most. Uh, so that was pretty cool to do. Um, but we're going to go for 73 hours next semester to break oh, the record. Yeah. We're going to bring an air mattress and, like, sleep in the middle of it. Yeah. Just because I don't want to... It's first of all, the head of the program won't let us do seventy three straight. No. So I was going to argue, like, what if we brought an air mattress in and napped at night? Yeah. And then got up and finished it. And I think you'd be cool with it. Or we brought do do shifts. That gets hard being there alone. No, no, no. Like you're sleeping, but someone's on shift. Yeah, no, someone's absolutely. Always manning. Something, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even you, have, we have a feature called Auto Seg, uh-huh. which is like shuffle. Mm-hmm. So it reads what it's called the hot clock. Mm-hmm. So it's one hour of programming, right. but you always schedule a little bit over in case there's gaps mm-hmm. in between stuff. But you essentially set it up in the in the when a different computer and it sends it over to the vault, right? And that segs up music every hour, so mm-hmm. we don't ever have dead air, right? But um, so that we did a lot, and we were just like, I'm gonna load stuff in the vault, get show content ready. Mm-hmm. We did a lot of like movie stuff because it was like yeah. we could talk about. We talked about superheroes. We talked about Star Wars coming mm-hmm. out. So it was really fun to do. Awesome. And I did it on my birthday, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. I had the best 22nd birthday. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Um, I always ask people, and they never do, do you have any funny stories in regards to me over the course of the years that stick out in your right brain? Because I've done some crazy things, and I've done weird things, but everyone's mm-hmm. like, no. <laughs> no, not at all. I think they're just being nice. They are. Um, <laughs> they are. Well, I'm trying to think. We spend time together, but it's never mm. been like... We've been outrageously silly. No. I've seen you drunk once. Once? And that was the last... Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was summer in... Kenny's birthday. Birthday party. Yep. That was a fun night. Sounds I had legit. a blast. That was a fun night. It was a very it fun It was a good night. time. And that was the only time in recent memory, in the last year or two, I've seen, seen you inebriated. I don't get drunk drunk very often. No, especially not when you're here, because mm-hmm. you're usually playing mom. You're taking right. care of people, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Because that's how I am at home when people are over, yeah. and I'm just like, "You guys need anything? Snacks? A condom? What right? You, what, what, what can I get you? What can I get you? Like, no glove without love. Absolutely. No love without glove. Sorry. Or one of the things. <laughs> one of my torches to bear. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> um, so, 
Um, have I told you about the compound? Yes. He mentioned there was he people the you, could, you, you got, yes. had to bring something useful into the compound. For those that may not have listened to the show before, uh, started off with a group of friends of mine. We decided we were going to form a compound, and that way we can all live together and hang out. Yeah. Because that would be fun. So in order to be in the compound, everybody has to have a job. Mm-hmm. So what would your job, your role, or your contribution be to the compound? For example, I... I'm going to help do laundry, and I will cook. Okay. So that's cool. I asked this question to my new boss. Mm-hmm. I have a new job for those out there, and um, this is why she's awesome. She said she would write the grocery list and do all the planning. Nice. And then, then I'm like, that's perfect because I like to cook, but I don't want to do all the planning. So someone plans, and I will I plan, and I will execute. Perfect. I'm mm. on board. <laughs> um, okay, I would. Help with general repairs on okay. the compound Excellent. because I'm very handy. Woohoo! Uh, I work in a hardware store, so I picked up things over the years. Excellent. Someone has to help unclog the drain. Absolutely. And then um, I can also coordinate fun events. Okay. Chock full of good ideas. Well, there you go. We need someone to help coordinate fun events, and that's good because because uh, we have Adam, Kate, um, Kathy, now Hinkle. Her husband, Adam, is extremely handy as well. But you need more than one handy person. Yeah, there's a big compound. There's we a need, big compound. We need people. Like, right. it could be maintenance. Exactly. We need I don't mind. Working with my hands is great. Right, because, like, Adam actually knows what he's doing. Tim can polish it. And then we've got you. See, we've got, like, a good like Yeah, mix. a good mix. Exactly. Absolutely. If you need something rigged, that's Tim. That's Tim, all the way. <laughs> Tim. yeah. Tim's going to rig it. But if you need yeah. something fixed... Then that's probably you and Adam would be yeah, builder. See? Absolutely. This works out very well. I, uh, speaking of rigging things, I, I rigged a crossbow out of pens and binder clips. Very nice. It worked for a very long time until the rubber band snapped and I lost it. But it had oh, like, no. you could put those little insides of the pen in there and shoot them out. Yeah. That was pretty <laughs> exciting. I did it at work one day and I was super bored. I've made so many things at work. Yeah. When I'm, it's like a dead Tuesday night. And one of the managers is like, just hang out in the back and do whatever. So. I'm kind of surprised that store is still in existence everywhere. Because, like, they exist, but I never see people shop at yes. them. Yes. And it's very difficult because, like, last week was Small Business Saturday. Right. I love Small Business Saturday because people usually come out to the store. Right. Because they're all privately owned. Yes. Right? They're, they're independently owned by a corporation. Right. But you can buy your own store. Right. And, like, it's like a franchise. Yes, They're absolutely. franchised. Or um, similar to a franchise. Something like that. But it's, it's, I love working at that because I hate Home Depot and Menards. Mm-hmm. You walk around for forever until someone's like, oh yeah, your toilet seat's over in 12, and it's actually in 15, and they have no idea what they're talking about half the time. It frustrates me, and I get mad when my dad goes to Menards, like, I'm furious at him. <laughs> I'm like, dad, we have the same stuff at my store, and he's like, yeah, it's more expensive, but it's the convenience. You walk in, someone grabs you, they help you with your stuff, and you're out the door in 20, max. Yeah. And you're in and out, unless it's a harder thing where you have to find something. Well, I think sometimes, like, it's hard to get around Menards. Like, I went to get window screen so and big. spline, mm-hmm. and it wasn't anywhere near the windows. No. Spline, it's, did it's I ridiculous. say that right? Spline, yeah. Okay. Woo-hoo. A little black rubber that yeah, goes in. Those are... If you ever need that, I'm a pro. You're a pro? I'm a pro. I've done it. Well, good to know, because we made Adam do all of our windows, because mm-hmm. he's amazing. Well, I need, um, and maybe I'll have to send it to you, I have to replace the... Um, Glass? Nope. I need the um, the frame framing for our screen for mm-hmm. this our big window downstairs has to be replaced. Adam, God bless him, came mm-hmm. over on Halloween and helped Jared replace the rest of the screens on all of our windows. Because okay. whoever had put screens in, or it was just the original ones, yeah. were the shittiest screens on the planet. Like you could like the one in our bedroom. I'm not shitting you. You could throw a watermelon through it, yeah, and it wouldn't hurt the screen because there was a hole that big in it. Wow, I'm not kidding. I'll show you pictures. Later. Yes, it's pretty impressive. Nice. Yes. Um, no, I, I've done a lot of screens. I do window reglazing. So oh, nice. like for big glass windows, you like 
you heat it up with the torch, you peel it all out, you pop the glass, or you take the, the little, uh, I forget what they're called now, but they're little tacks, and you mm -hmm. push them in to keep the glass sealed against the bottom of the frames of his metal. Right. And now I don't do them anymore because our, our main manager who did them is back. Right. But I've had a good amount of experience with that. So gotcha. I, I was a, I was our screen guy when our main stock nice. boy left who did them. So I was doing them for a couple weeks until we moved our new manager mm -hmm. in, who was actually our old manager. We went to a different – it was a yeah. clusterfuck. Do you have a trick for cleaning tracks in windows? Wire brush. Wire brush. Usually. And elbow grease. Yeah. I mean, if it's just dusty, you could take a nylon. Yeah. Like a – like just regular brush and brush them out or an air compressor and just blow them all out but yeah if they're stained probably some of the use bleach i guess ours are disgusting and i don't know if it's dirt is or it on the outside it's no it's like on, on, on the, the collected on the inside yeah. you just gotta pop them out and give them a good clean they're just disgusting like like they gather dust like over time just like our, anything our else windows, where our yeah. windows slide like i'm like i'm like is i'm like is that mold you just gotta pop or it out is it just and disgusting it. dirt from our screens being shitty so yeah. more particles well, got in the like normal. the fiber if you have fiberglass it mm -hmm. deteriorates over time so okay. all those particles get gross and collect and drop okay maybe that's so that could be it could just be a simple wipe it out with a wet rag okay might be something more. Uh, okay. I haven't seen your windows. I have to like, I've, I've like taken Q-tips to get the look out. Yeah. Like, cause I've, it's gross. I know all the tricks, like some of the stuff are like good lawn maintenance. I've got a book mm -hmm. where you like mix a bunch of home stuff together and it helps you grow your lawn greener. It involves like a can of beer, some Epsom salt, like a bunch of different stuff, Dawn dish soap. And like you combine it all together and just spray your lawn with it. Like all those other lovely things. Very nice. Well, so, see. give me a call if you need anything. Good deal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. I also have a discount. Even better. You can use my name. Woohoo! Say you're my mom. It doesn't matter. No, I'll just I'll just hand you cash and you can pick it up. Yeah, I can see? do that. <laughs> this works out well. Nobody, but like you can use my phone number and get yeah. my like employee discount. Gotcha. It's ten percent, but it's not. See, it's we not can trade. Special. You can get like window casing, and I'll um, get you some beard conditioner. That's fine. See? I love. I haven't used beard conditioner in my life, but I think it turns out okay. Uh, you can use hair conditioner. Yeah, that's it's what I use. I just use a little bit and rub Schmear it in. Smear it in. Then just rinse it off real quick. So it too bad. Awesome. All right, then the last, like, intro question, you know, 30 minutes in. What do you eat on your Chipotle burrito? Should you eat a burrito or a bowl or a bowl. tacos? Um, I get the regular rice, mm -hmm. no beans, because screw those things. By the way, rice, the difference between the brown rice and the white rice at Chipotle is practically not worth it. It's, I just get white. It's almost funny. Like, you get, like, an extra gram of fiber, so I just get one white. extra gram I of fiber. I like white rice. I'm not a fan yes. of brown rice. Um... I get that, sour cream. I usually get the chicken, guac. Mm -hmm. No no salsa. I'm not a big fan. Unless really? It's like, it depends. I'm really picky with salsa. When we went to... Taco Diner. Oh, so good. The amazing place. My new department, nobody's been to Taco Diner yet. Oh, you got to take them. I know. It's incredible. And I was telling somebody else... That chimichanga yeah. was on point. It's uh, so yeah. good. I told someone in um, uh, merch e-commerce, and I was like said something about tacos and they go to another like hole in the wall and I'm yeah. like you have to go to Taco Diner incredible it's so good I've told people about it I was like we have to go Claire showed me <laughs> it's so good yes. best chimichanga of my life it's just it's so good quality mm -hmm. consistent you start talking about small businesses and I like seeing small businesses succeed absolutely um, that's one of them because you know Private owner, tiny little shop in Bolingbrook is where it started, and now to open two more branches. It's a, it's great, and I, like locations. I hate franchises or like the the big mm -hmm. like stores. Like I said, Menards and Home Depot suck. Well, and you know, like you can tell too when you go in there that they've taken pride in some things. Like you know, say what you will about you know Mexicans doing 
like labor-esque jobs, yeah. you know, like building and stuff. But hey, that allows them, if he knows someone that can do it cheap and that gives him better finishes in his store. Because like, you know, the tables are nice. The flooring's yes, nice. everything looks, like when I went in there, it was like well put together. Right. It was clean. Very clean. Nothing looked like it was going to fall off the wall or on the ceiling. Like it looked like it was done well. Right. Because we've all been to some hole-in-the-wall oh, taco joints. Yeah. But and, like. The restaurant in Bolingbrook that's been around is clean and it looks the same as the day yeah. we walked in a year and a half ago than it does now. It's always clean. The food is always good. Like, I never picked up a bowl that was greasy or a salt shaker that was dirty. But you can't say about a lot of other places. No. Like, Mr. Taco? Like, I'm afraid to sit on the chairs in Mr. Taco. Yeah, no. I went. I got that to-go one, so me and my friend Steph were, we were there over well, at school over Easter break. And we were like, hey, let's hang out and watch Rapunzel and... Or, Tangled and eat tacos. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. So we got, went to Mr. Taco because she had a coupon. Yeah. I wouldn't go back. The guac wasn't good. The tacos were weird. And, like, I'm not a fan of tacos. Yeah. I like burritos better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, tacos just seem too dry at Mexican restaurants for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm a fan of chimichangas. But they weren't very good. Yeah. And it was really disappointing because I love Mexican occasionally. Right. Like, when I'm in the mood, I have to have, like, really good Mexican. Yeah. Or it just ruins the experience. I think if you eat there, it's okay. Yeah. But I don't think it's as good. As Taco Diner. No. And no. for similar price, like, I like, like, if you get a um, a quesadilla there, like, it's chock full of mm-hmm. cheese. It's very good. And I, there's, I like their salsas, the pori, the salsa that comes in the squeeze bottle. Yes. Which is good, but every time we've gotten it to go, I have not been a fan either. I'm, no. I just don't think it's great. I'm going to eh. throw that out there. Yes. It's like, it is, it's, it's me. It's me. And I don't mind play, paying more money for good food. Right. Like, that's what I'll spend money on is, like, yeah. good food or McDonald's because I'm poor. But, like, right. good food, I don't mind spending a little extra money and, like, tipping more, like, mm-hmm. when I'm getting service. Like, I don't mind because it's, right. it's worth it. It's like if I go to Culver's, it's a little bit more expensive to go to Culver's, but, but I don't care. Because it's Culver's, and Culver's is good. Yes. You know, like, you're going to get a good quality Oh, yeah, burger. there's a Culver's down the street from my work. Yeah. And we, me, my manager buys me lunch every Sunday he's there. Because nice. he needs someone to eat lunch with. So he buys it for me, like, his, his nephew worked that. there with yeah. me, and then his nephew and him always got food, and then he started buying for me, and then his nephew got a new job, like, yeah. big boy job, kind of, mm-hmm. so I'm now the new, the let's new eat lunch nephew. together, so I'd run, <laughs> I'd run and get food, but yeah. it's usually, like, Portillo's, Chai Tung, or, yeah. or Culver's, I love so that's Culver's. my three options. And I'll eat everything there at oh, Culver's. Oh, so good. Um, they I'm a fan of the good. buffalo chicken strips with the blue cheese. I have not had those Very yet. Good. They get an eight piece and a four piece. They're nothing like the cheese. The, che- the blue cheese dipping sauce is very good. Yeah, my, for like packaged shit. Yeah, the the chicken tenders are pretty solid. I like their chicken tenders. They're they're, good. Chi- they're the very buffalo good. Buffalo ones are very. Like, I eat their not chicken tenders a lot, a lot. Yeah, but they're good. And then a butter burger is always supreme. Oh yeah, because it's always a good choice. Always a good choice. And I love me a flat top burger. Mm-hmm. If I you grilled or flat, I'm a flat top girl. I like yeah. a flat top, which is why I like Five Guys. But Five Guys is expensive. And it's, I it's don't delicious, feel like it's worth it. But if I if I'm like I want a burger now, yeah. I'm probably gonna pick Culver's over Five Guys only because. It's it one. It's cheaper and it's mm-hmm. just as good. Oh, it's. I yeah. think it's better. Yeah. The Five Guys fries are better because I like that I kind li- of fry. Uh, I like the Culver's fries. I'm an onion ring the girl cheese. there. Have you heard their onion rings? I don't like onion rings all that much because <gasps> I don't like when you bite into an onion ring and it pulls the whole onion out. Yeah. I like them to break apart in my mouth so I can have a section of breading an onion ring. Gotcha. And another because I've had them where they're like the breading is soggy. Yeah. And you pull it out and it's the whole onion. I'm just like. 
That doesn't happen as much there because they're beer battered. They're the battered ones. Yeah. I don't like, I'm not a cracker or a crumb person on onion rings. Mm-hmm. I like a battered onion ring. Yeah. And theirs are battered. And their cheese curds are like knock your socks oh, off. Cheese curds. Mm, so cheese good. Curds. I had some in Wisconsin, like deep fried cheese curds. Oh, yeah. So incredible. It's the only way to eat cheese curds. Why would you not have them deep fried? And I'm lactose intolerant. So Duh. it's even worse, but I still stomach through them. Duh. Speaking of stomachs, how was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> it's a mixed array of emotions. It's a mixed um, array of emotions. Did one side fun? was, uh, I went to both sides of my family because we yeah. do that. We go to one for dinner, the other for dessert. And like, my one side, my mom's side is very like, let's talk about everything we shouldn't talk about at dinner. Oh, fun. Like racism, gays, <laughs> oh, God. the homosexual agenda. The um, homosexual agenda? Oh, man, my grandma will go. Not the homosexual agenda? No, I just, like, I just like saying that because I feel like it's more entertaining oh, okay. when I'm just like, the damn homosexuals, people know I'm gay. <laughs> right. um, but I just love that phrase, homose- homosexual agenda, because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're very good at planning and they're trying to take over marriage. Obviously. I'm kidding. But it was good. Uh, we talked about just things we shouldn't talk about, and then I went to my other side, and I had my guitar for a while yeah. both sides. And my cousin, my oldest cousin, has three daughters. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there playing guitar just trying to get away from the rest of my family, because mm-hmm. whatever, family. And I was sitting there playing guitar, and they were I was playing Cruise. Yeah. And they were, their dad's a country music fan, so they were singing Cruise with me. They're just the chorus. Yeah, right. And then the little baby went, bus. What do you want? Bus. You want wheels on the bus? Bus. And so I played that for them probably a hundred times. Oh, God. In a row. And then I tried to play something else, baby go, no, 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 bus. So I played for her, and then I went up to, like, the kids, and I was like, do you want to play? Like, they were just singing their own songs, like, just strumming. And I went to the baby, and she's like, bus, and strumming at the same time, (laughs) bus, bus. It was so funny. But I must have played it a hundred times. So that was kind of funny. Yeah. And so now they're a little more warm to me, because my family's weird. We're not warm people until we get to know you. At least they aren't. Mm Mm-hmm. And so... It's, you have to really warm up to them. Like, my cousin Jake, I haven't talked to him in, like, three years, but he goes to every family party. Right. He's just quiet. Gotcha. And doesn't say much. So that's, like, one thing. But the girls are outgoing, but they, not to, like, the rest of us, because mm-hmm. they don't know us as well. Um, but it's good to catch up. One of the, Jimmy and Jason are the oldest, or oldest and the youngest out of that, that group. Yeah. There are three kids. Mm-hmm. And they, we always talk superheroes. Right. We're excited for the new Captain America, and we're talking about oh, everything sure. we talk, we've seen so far. And he just bought the Thor hammers. I'm super jealous. <laughs> I need to buy the Cap Shield for five hundred. It's like mm, I'm poor. Like that's like three car payments. That's that's like <laughs> nine paychecks for right. me. <laughs> but it'd be awesome though. Oh, it'd be incredible. I'd throw it at people. Speaking of spending money on crazy things, do you know what Cards Against Humanity yes. is? I'm assuming. Yeah. Did you hear about their Black Friday? No. Thing? On Black Friday, they are yeah Black Friday. I think they put out an email asking for people to donate five bucks for nothing. That's what it was. It uh-huh. was five dollars for nothing, and then so then the all of us were kind of waiting for something to come back. You know, like oh they're going to do something cool. I'm sure that's what most of us were. Even I was like, you know, I'm sure they'll do something small for the people that donated. That was my yeah. thought process behind it. They didn't. What a bunch they of told, bastards! Hold on. They told us they weren't going to. First of all, they yeah. said it. They're like. You get nope. jack shit. Give us $5 and you will get nothing. They were, that's what they said. But yeah. they did, if you go back to your email that you sent, if you donated 5 bucks, um, 
they have a link to everything that they spent money on. Oh. So the the people, the ten people or whatever that are involved in Good Cards Against Humanity listed mm-hmm. out what they did. And so some of them like were really funny. And a lot of what they did, they donated probably a certain percentage. They made like it was a lot of money they made. Yeah. Um they made a lot. And they wound up donating like probably I'd say close to half almost. Huh. It looks like about, but it was like, this person bought a PlayStation 4 and Fallout. You know, like, it was, like, yeah. they listed out all the things they bought, and, like, somebody, like, bought a package of dots. Like, they, you they know, everything. They listed everything they got. And it was funny, like, one of the things on there was a, a replica of Legolas bowl that works. You hey. know, so, hey, you know what, though, but I, I think they made, like, something like, they made a ridiculous amount of money. It was like, That's are you incredible. But, you know, I understand that if someone's trying to, you know, they, they said, like I said, that they were going to... Um, give you nothing. Give you nothing. They were very clear about it. My, I like how you can just throw money at people on the internet and people yeah. will do it. Like, even the GoFundMe I had, like, people just threw money at us. Yeah. But, like, Kickstarter, all these other crazy things. People were just like, yeah, that's fine. It's yeah. a great idea. Here's ten bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. And actually, I pulled it up. Yeah, we offer customers the ultimate Black Friday experience. Buy nothing for $5. They took it. Everyone gave them 5 They made um, they made $71,000. Holy cow. $71,145. Um, but they raised, like I said, a lot of um, money, and they give it away. So, like, Good. Alex bought five, 760 pounds of kitty litter. Wow. Uh, spent five hundred dollars on kitty litter. He donated eight hundred and three dollars to the Treehouse Humane Society. Nine hundred dollars on a bought a iRobot Roomba. Okay. Um, bought an iPad Pro with Wi-Fi and cellular and one hundred twenty-eight. That's a gigs. lot of stuff. Yeah, thousand. He spent thousand dollars on that. He bought an Apple Pencil and a donation to uh, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Another eight hundred dollars there. I like that one. Right. So like, it's cool that you. So could they go bought shit, but they right. also donated. Like this person donated some money, bought a PlayStation. Um, Three ninety nine and a pack of Pokemon trading cards, you know, so Solid it's cute. investment. I, absolutely, I liked you know thirteen dollars on a magnetic dry erase board and markers, you know. So like they had the little things on there too. But then um, their big donations, right? Exactly. So. Um, wow. Somebody made a down payment on a car to replace their other one. So nice. you know they raised that money, but it was their Christmas bonus basically yeah. for the people that work for the company. Nice. And they told you. You're Flat not out, you're any. not going to get anything. Not going to get anything. Well, that's such a small amount, too. Like, people are like, all right, here's $5. Exactly. Well, there was a thing. <coughs> Wikipedia was doing that, too, actually, kind of. Like, if you went to Wikipedia this week, it was like, if, if everyone donated $3, <laughs> we could make, you know, continue to make this free for blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, you know, and they're right. But I thought this was a great way to do it, um, mm-hmm. to go in and, and see all that other stuff. Here yeah. it is, $800 for uh, Lord of the Rings, Legolas, Lothlorien. Oh, my gosh. Uh, four tickets to Medieval Times. That's a good time. A uh, round of strawberry daiquiri at the bar. <laughs> like, it yeah, just, everything. Cute. And I like that they did that, but they've raised a lot of money. They have a scholarship fund in Chicago as well because mm-hmm. they're from Chicago. Yeah. Um, it's neat, though, that they po- posted up everything they do- did and that they were so honest about it, you know, giving back to the community that's and, cool. and everything that's, else, that's, too. I actually like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she also bought a uh, Robin Hood costume for twelve hundred. <laughs> Robin Hood costume, Legolas bow. You're set. You can You're go set. fight crime. Uh huh. Until sure, you know someone uses a gun. I'm sure many of these people are very into cosplay. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's how it goes. Yeah. But you know, it takes the holidays that are normally you know cruddy and shitty oh, to. Uh oh, not looking forward to the rest of the holiday season. No, I. It's not that I don't like spending time with my family. I just feel like holidays brings out, like, the best in people, mm-hmm. but it's, like, fake 
nice. Yep. Because it's like, oh, it's Christmas. I'm supposed to be nice. Just be nice. Right. Like, all the time. Well, I um, I don't like Christmas. I don't... I, I, I like, get excited because I think it's going to be fun. And then I'm and like, then it's I fucking not. hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the well, same way about birthdays. <laughs> I like birthdays. I like my birthday because I feel special. But well, that's good. Um, big fan of Arbor, Arbor Day, but like not Christmas. But not Christmas. No. no. Like I like the small holidays that don't get any recognition. Mm-hmm. But Christmas, I just feel so commercialized now. We've lost touch with right. everything wholesome about it. Like, what do you want for Christmas? Is the main question for Christmas. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I want this, this, and this. Like, yeah, I still get gifts from my parents, but it's usually like one or two things that I need. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I want, some clothes. We that's always about it. we always have a hard time. Because we've hit the point in life where, like, we can't afford to buy... This sounds terrible. We can't afford. But, like, a gift that is going to make a difference to yeah. our parents is something that we can't afford. And yeah. anything that we would buy... Like, you think Christmas, too. Like, you only have so much money to spend on people. Yeah. Like, we have small children and everything else. Like, You've got I don't enough. have $200 a piece to spend on four parents. No. I don't. No. Um, you know, so... What do you do at that point then? Like, what can I get them for 50 bucks that they wouldn't buy themselves? Yeah. The answer to that is nothing. No. Um, it's the same with yeah. my parents. Uh, parents, They're like, well, my, my grandpa goes, if I can't eat it, I don't need it. So yeah. he just, they would just buy him like peanuts and nuts and like walnuts because right. he just sits on his couch and like cracks walnuts and eats them all day. Yeah. When he's in between work. Find him we a really him, cool nutcracker. That. I mean, we bought him a shed last year, mm-hmm. so I like put that up for him. Like my grandma, she doesn't like anything. We bought her a... Huge TV because she couldn't see her old one. Yeah, I hate it. We don't know what to get her anymore, and it's yeah. like, um, right. My parents came up with the best idea this year. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of where I'm normally like, oh, bah humbug. I hate yeah. the holidays. I'm really kind of excited. Um, my mom uh, asked for for Christmas a day with the grandkids. That's what, like I like things like that. How cool is that? So Connor, who's eight and really understands what I was asking, because mm-hmm. you know trying to get Mara to, to go, she's five. She only sort of understands. Mm-hmm. Connor wants to go with Grandpa to the shed aquarium. That's an awesome day. Awesome day. So what we're gonna do is we'll have my dad come down and spend the night. He and we'll drop we'll drop Connor and my dad at the train station. They yeah. can take the train downtown. That's fun. We'll pay for the tickets yeah. for them to do you know the all inclusive thing at the shed. How fun is that for them? That's a day Connor will always remember because yeah. he's eight now. He's going to have that memory. Yeah. My dad loves doing the train. He's yeah, going to think that's train. cool. My dad's going to think that's... And Connor's never been on one. So he's going to think And the metro is a good one to start the with. The metro is a great one to start Cause on. Because it's so like smooth and it's cool. You've got two levels. Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. So we'll let them go do that. Um, I haven't figured out what Mara's going to do yet because she's five. But um, yeah. we'll figure that out. You know, Build-A-Bear works. Build-A-Bear. She loves Build-A-Bear. So maybe we'll do something like that with my mom. That's but, usually the younger kid right. thing is like, let's go to Build-A-Bear. Okay. Oh, oh my God. The stuffed animals in our house are insane. I've seen. I helped my daughter clean her room last night. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So many stuffed animals. She probably has like seven Build-A-Bears. They didn't realize she... Well, because Connor's Build-A-Bears have wound up in her room. So either he's given them to her... Or, or she she's just confiscated them. them. I'm not sure which. That's, I'm, I'm thinking it's the latter. Very possible. But yeah. he has given her some things. Like, I'm going to let Mara have this for now. Yeah. But, like, she has a dollhouse that's, like, I don't know, six feet wide or uh-huh. five feet wide. And it's, like, three feet deep. Yeah. The whole top level, the attic, is filled with Beanie Babies. Oh. I was a Beanie Baby collector. And then on top of that is all these stuffed animals, like, up to the... Like, it's... I can't believe that. It's ridiculous. And then there's a pile on her bed and the tote in the closet. And you can't ask her to get rid of any. Uh-huh. Because she can't... Like, she, like, she breaks won't. down into tears. I finally got her to give up two... Two of her six um, full-sized um, pillow pets. Oh, man. Two. Two of six. 
She still has four, and then she still had. To, she wanted to keep the two two little ones for her uh-huh. baby dolls. My sister oh my used to mom, like 101 Dalmatians came yeah. out. My grandma got her the Dalmatians. So like, I don't know how many we had at one time, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it was all of them. Like, I don't know if they made 101 of them, but we had. Uh, like, I can go oh my through gosh. my crawl space in my house and pull out old Dalmatians for days. I bet you can. We have still have her stuffed animals. We still have my <laughs> stuffed animals. We still have Kevin's stuffed animals. Yeah. Like, I don't think we throw away anything. It's just all in the crawl mm-hmm. space. But it's like, it's good to have when you're older, like, if you want a few of them for your kids or something. Right. I, I don't want my old Snoopy doll. Mm-hmm. Like, I had a, a stuffed Snoopy because he was my favorite. And my brother had a Woodstock, so because yeah. we were, you know, like, Snoopy and Woodstock. Yeah. But... I don't want that. Like, just get rid of them. Well, Give them to a kid that would like them more than You might have some things that you'll want later on. Like, I have Snuggle Puppy that was yeah. one of my... And Lolly, who was my doll. But I did not pass them on to my kids because, like, they just weren't as... Yeah. It's not like they're... Especially, like, my kids like soft, fluffy things. And they've been loved. Yeah. But um, I saved my baby dolls and my daughter plays with them a little bit. But what's funny is she loves ugly baby dolls. Yeah. Now, I was trying not to say that. Mara got the cutest doll. We had family Christmas with um, Jared's uh, dad's side of the family. And his aunt bought her a very cute, this is a very cute doll. But it's a cute rag doll. It has her name on the dress. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. Mara loves it. Um, And she was like, well, I didn't know if she'd like it. I'm like, yes, she does. She likes, like... The doll is like a rag doll and the ugly baby dolls, but I kept trying. Mm-hmm. I almost said it like four times. I didn't want. I didn't want her to think I was implying this was an ugly baby doll. Yeah, because it's yeah. not. It's super cute. Yeah, but the rest of her like plastic face baby dolls are Hideous. ugly as sin. Oh man, this other one is at least cute. It's cute and like I said, it's the perfect size for her because she likes that beanie baby esque kind yes. of size doll the or a little bit bigger. Ones. Yeah, she doesn't like my cabbage patches are bigger than anything she plays yeah. with. She likes the smaller stuff and she always Fair. has anything that fits in her hand. Kicking yeah. you? No, you're okay. fine. Um, anything that's small and little, yeah. but you no. know. And same thing with Christmas. It's hard with kids and how much everyone else wants out there. I, I like people have been posting lately too. In this day and age where there's all this technology and communication, like how do you? And in in, I think in different school communities too, like you people in our community is a good example. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people that are barely affording Christmas and people that are buying outrageous presents. Yes. What can Santa give? Yeah. You know, Santa gives an Xbox to this house, and you you know the parent that everything that their kid gets is from Santa Claus because they want them to believe. Well, then how do you explain away, you know, the kids that don't really get much for Christmas? Yeah. I mean, I don't... I used to want things for Christmas, and now I realize when I'm older, it's like, I've... My parents have spent enough on me Mm -hmm. in other times of the year where they're like, what do you want? I just go, I'm good. Mm -hmm. Like, last year, I got a camera... A new phone and a tablet because I needed them, like, for school. Mm-hmm. I needed a camera for... I was going on my trip. I was like, I really like the camera to take pictures of Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. My phone is broken. And they got me the tablet because they won. Yeah. So it was the only reason I got something like right. that. Right. Like, this year, I was like, I don't know what I want. Like, clothes would be cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a fan of clothes. Yeah. I love clothes for Christmas. Yeah. I love clothes for birthdays. Like, oh, new beanies and sweaters. <laughs> Count me in. Yes. Yes. But, like, this year I asked for just a smartwatch, like one of the ones you have, or right. the cheaper one. Yeah. Just because it's something I think would be nice. Oh, and yeah. And I want to get in shape and use the pedometer and everything. I love we'll my see how smartwatch. Well that works. Yes, I've been jealous because it's a nice smartwatch. <laughs> we tell my... We told my in-laws last year, and I love it, or maybe it was two years ago. I know it was last year for sure. I think it was last year. We said... No more Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Take what money you're going to give us. Because my mother-in-law usually gives us... She's like, okay, I'm spending this much on yeah, you. Yeah, my give mom me a does list. the same thing. We told her to stop that and take the money and put it into account. 
and hold on to it. And then if, when there's enough money in there, we'll all take a trip together. That would be nice. Because when Connor was a year old, so you're talking, you know, six, seven years ago, yeah. we went to Mexico as a family. Nice. Um, not with Connor went with my, we stayed home, but it was just mm-hmm. you know uh, Jared's folks and his sister and one of her friends and then us and yeah. You know, at this point, what else do we need? Do I really need another pair of boots? Do I need? You've got a lot of another stuff. Scarf? And that's no. how I feel. <laughs> and so it was nice to be like, no, take that whatever you're gonna whatever you're gonna spend on Christmas year. Save it. it up. Put it aside, you know, because the time is the important thing, and that's what I love about the gift for my parents. Yeah, is they get to spend time. They get with to someone. spend time, and like I get to foot the bill for it, which I know that sounds silly, but like it's good it's though. It's nice because like if they want to go and spend a day at the aquarium, the aquarium can be pricey. I don't know mm-hmm. if you have to tickets. Oh no, I, I but, well, you know, I don't have to do that. You know, I live in the city, so I get that for free if I check out a pass. Right. But like, it's not like the the all inclusive one. Right. We've had the season pass before. Mm-hmm. We can it's go to all of them to do the all the oh, all pass. So than to do. nice. And then even if you don't go up two or three times a year, it's worth it because you get to see. I went to see the Star Wars exhibit a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I've seen everything. I love right. the museum. But like the um, the to go to the aquarium, a ticket alone is like so seventy expensive. bucks or seventy five, and that's not including going to any of the shows. That's like the ticket to get into just the aquarium to walk in. is yeah. insane. Um, so it'd be, it's nice to be able to be like, all right, I've got that, I've got mm-hmm. that covered and they can go and have time and not have to worry about, you know, like it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's worth the cost. It, it's time to them. And it's going to be precious yeah. to them when they're older. Like some oh, of my yeah. great memories are spending time with my grandparents, yeah. like, playing cards with my grandma, building birdhouses yep. with my grandfather, uh, mother's side, going to the, even going to the park with my other grandfather, mm-hmm. like we'd ride bikes, we'd go to the park, we'd hang out, we'd get lunch or breakfast at that time mm-hmm. and we'd open up creamer like the little yeah. creamers and take shots of course and that's what me and my grandfather and people i do that now and people go what the hell's wrong with you i'm like that's how me and my grandfather did breakfast we did right. a shot of creamer before we ate anything right <laughs> so it's weird like it's a good time but um i don't know it's the holidays are tricky in my family yeah just because it's rough on mm-hmm. my mother and it's rough on the rest of us because we like, depression comes yeah. around the holidays, and I feel it more so mm-hmm. lately, but I, I've been managing. My mom just has been having a string of bad luck this year. She's really getting in pain with her body. Like, she's got uh, arthritis, and mm-hmm. she's having a bad back, and now her knee just got blown out. Oh, no. So she's going to be spending the holidays in a chair. So, like, I've been trying to, I'm trying to, like, clean the house and take care of things, and my mood has been generally, like, helpful. Yeah. Just because I know it'll make it easier on her. And, right. like, I don't do gifts for Christmas for people. Mm-hmm. One, I can't afford it. Right. I'm trying to pay tuition and oh, yeah. pay for gas and all these other things. But um, I don't do Christmas gifts. And everyone's like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, don't want anything. Like, from my friends, we're all poor. I get it. Right. Don't buy Don't buy me a damn thing. Even mm-hmm. Aaron and I right. are debating what to get each other for Christmas. I was like, well, let's not do anything. She's like, but I want to get you something. It's Christmas. I was like, I do too. Let's just do small things. Right. So, like, what I'm getting her is, like, really nice, and I'm, I'm not going to say it in case no. she listens. <laughs> I've got her, I've got a plan for Christmas for our group this year. Well, and I, like, that's the thing that I don't like about Christmas is the pressure. To get Chris, something. To get something and to have it be meaningful, whereas opposed to, like, coming across something organically that you think someone will like. Yes. And, and just getting it. And then just getting it, you know, and that's, I always have a hard time with certain people trying to be like, what, what the hell do, do I want? get this yeah. person and what do they want? And are they just telling me something? So I have something, is it something yeah. they really want? You hate to give cash cause it's impersonal, but everyone loves cash. But it cash. always is easier to do things your own. Oh yeah. I, uh, me and my cousin do a grandma's favorite competition, mm-hmm. me and Jason, yeah. the one with a Thor hammer. 
and we do like I she he did a calendar one year. Mm-hmm. I did a customized cup. Yeah. And so it's like it's like pictures of us with grandma. Uh-huh. But they like he like staged photos for a calendar and I just made a cup. So this year we I want to do something. Yeah. Like kind of silly, kind of I wanted to get a fat head, like the stickers yeah. of me and my grandmother uh-huh. and put it on the wall. Oh. <laughs> and like when they walk in just be like, "Hey, I beat you this year." Cuz we do silly competitions. Right. He's got money. Gotcha. I do not. <laughs> well, then what you need to do is make up money for thoughtfulness. Mm-hmm. So I would, we're going to have to think about that one. Yeah, I need help. Yes. Come up with something really... Th- Incredible by the 24th. Absolutely. This didn't... Wah. Yes. But that's always fun to come up with things like that. that yeah, and that's like our, our holiday, like me and him have like that holiday gag between one another. Yeah. Where it's like, I'm grandma's favorite, no, I'm grandma's favorite, <laughs> let's prove it. Let's And he's outdone it. me the last two years. I'm so upset. But eventually when I have money, I'm getting a Skyrider. Yeah. To be like, Grandma's favorite. And then I'm like, I win. <laughs> Mic drop. And then Boom. you're good to go. Well, I think it's always hard, too, like, the, the trying to get everywhere at once. You know, like, we both come from very close families that mm-hmm. want us there, and it's wonderful. Yeah. But it's hard logistically. To get there. To be there. And to spend the, enough time with everybody, too. To make it feel like that yeah. it was worth the trip and everyone's happy. Absolutely. For sure. Do you guys do two separate days, or do you do it all in one day? It kind of depends. We don't do it all in one day anymore. First of all, I've got small kids. And it's Christmas. Yeah. My kids don't need to spend Christmas in the car. It's not fair to them. Like, and they want to play with their damn toys. They want to play with their damn toys, but you know what? I need a break, too. I yeah. think that's the other one. And, like, I think sometimes I, some areas of my family, I think, understand more than others. But, yeah. like, I work five days a week with two small children. and It's rough. It can be rough. And, you know, Jared works long hours. He's going to school. And, like, the day that I take my kids to lessons, I think, is, like, the most stressful freaking day on the planet. And mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but it is to me. Yeah. And so, you know, trying to deal with all of that stuff going on, by the time I get to Christmas, I'm usually burnt out. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm so tired. I don't want to drive anymore. I don't, and like, I have to pack if we go anywhere and make sure that we have all these things. So it's kind of like. All things for the kids. I just want to stay in one little happy spot. Yeah. <laughs> for 24 hours. And, and not enjoy yourself. Shit. Yeah. I want to make popcorn and sit there. And, you know, I get seasonal anxiety, you know, sad. Yeah. And so, um, I usually have a hard time in the winter. I'm doing good today. The sunshine is out. Can you tell? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I was, I saw that on the way and I was like, it might be a better day for me. Like the last couple of days I've been, I've been down. Yeah. Life issues. Like today I woke up, I slept a couple hours, but I feel more energized than Mm -hmm. I have been the last couple of days. Um, so that's good. That's positive. But I I understand what the seasonal Mm -hmm. affective disorder, whatever it's called. It's. It sucks. Effective, not anxiety. I'm like, it's not anxiety. It's yeah, different I think than it's that. seasonal affective disorder. Uh, and it I hit don't me remember. hard earlier this year, like a month or yeah. so, six weeks, eight weeks. Yeah. I was like in tears every day. I was, I've been it. emotional lately. It was bad. Like it's not to the point of like tears. Like it's been. I've done it. Yeah. Like before, but this one's not as bad. Mm-hmm. Last Christmas was incredible. Yeah. I mean, we had a slip up. Yeah. But. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I don't want to talk about it on here. No. But uh, okay. it was really nice. We do a gift blanket instead mm-hmm. of wrapping presents. So oh, my fun. mom puts a, a gift in the blanket while your eyes are closed. Uh-huh. You open them and she throws it at you. Oh, okay. We catch it and open up the blanket and oh, we get fun. our gift and throw the blanket back for the next person. Oh, fun. So we go in, we go in like turns. We look like oh, cool. my brother, me, and then we have a, I have a very close friend, Michelle, mm-hmm. who's, um, her dad and her don't get along, but she doesn't have a mom. So she comes over to our house for Christmas right. sometimes. And so we get her a present and stuff, and she's like family at this mm-hmm. point. And so 
we do the gift blanket with her and she loves it. And so we're trying to figure out what to get her this year. But I love the, like, we instituted the, the rule of the gift blanket last year. Mm-hmm. And so that's our new tradition. Yeah, very It's something nice. silly. But last year was a beautiful Christmas, if I can say so myself, yeah. out of the last five. Yeah. It's been, like, the best one so far. And so I'm hoping for another good year. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Right. Um, it all comes down to a few people. I understand. I understand. I, I love my sister. I do. Mm-hmm. And Meg, if you're listening, I love you. It's coming from the heart. And, but she's had issues over the years, too. She struggles yeah. with ADD. She's had some other things. So, like, I know the holidays are hard on her, too. And, like, she's been, she's struggled over the years, too. So, trying to, you know, provide for her kids and stuff. Yeah. And they've lived with my parents and, and this, that, and the other yeah. thing. I know it's hard, but, like, that stresses me out, too. Trying yeah. to make sure everything's there. And it's very easy for me to fall back into how I used to be in high school and even in my earlier 20s and stuff, to like, of trying to be the perfect child and mean everything for everybody. And that pressure is what breaks me. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think they understand that. And I don't think my family does it on purpose, but it's very easy for, for me to be the scapegoat punching bag, too. Not, like, punching bag, punching no. bag. But you know what I'm saying? Like... You know the blame. The blame when things aren't right, or you know, like it's easy to you didn't spend enough time and this, that, and the other thing, and like not understanding, like yeah. you know, they don't. My sister is not close to her in laws. Yeah. So, you know, my my parents, my dad's mom moved away when I was a small child, so it's like sometimes you know I think they forget that I have to do two things, yeah. and it's an obligation. Now they used to do it years ago, but they haven't done that since. My grandmother moved to Arizona when I was four. Yeah. You know, and my mom's parents died when I was five. So yeah. it's like, yeah. You don't go two places. So. Yeah, exactly. We even had to go two places for a long time. But at yeah. the same point, like, I love the traditions my family started. Yeah. And, you know, There's I like getting ones. to spend time with them. And, like, cooking is always huge and stuff. So um, my dad, they might come down here on Christmas Day. And I'm nice. like, please do. You don't have to clean. You don't have to worry about doing the dishes. I'll I will cook. cook. Yeah. You can come help. You can do whatever cooking you want, or mm-hmm. you don't have to. Or you can sit um, there and drink. Or you can sit there and drink. And, you know, the nice thing about that is, is, like, I don't mind cleaning my own house. Yeah. You know, I have no problems with that soever, you know. But then I don't have to feel bad about us having to get back and take care of the dogs yeah. or, you know, or, leaving the house a mess because my mom, like, worked her ass off and the house for Thanksgiving was sparkling. She yeah. really done, you know, an amazing job. So, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah, that's good. We usually do... Um, one side on New Year's Eve or Christmas Eve and the one side Christmas Day. Yeah. Break it up. It's easier. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to go to two places Christmas Eve because we do church. The one time a year I go to church is Christmas Eve with yeah. my grandma because it makes her happy. Mm-hmm. And then we go to her house afterwards, open presents and stuff. I don't get presents anymore. So it's right. just I'm there. Mm-hmm. And I don't give presents because I am poor. For like, <laughs> They're like, do you want to do gift bag this year? I'm like, no. Sorry, guys. Like, I don't have any money to spend. Like... I'm doing other things, like, and plus everyone just puts on, like, a gift card here, mm-hmm. money for this. I'm like, well, get, like, I'd rather do a white elephant with my family right. and just get something funny and have a good time. We do, like, dollar store white elephants. We mm-hmm. buy a bunch of dollar store items and yeah. then trade them around, and that's a lot of fun, but otherwise, I don't do a lot of holiday stuff. Yeah. I want to do an ugly sweater party this year. That yeah. would be fun. That's very fun. You know, we're doing something kind of cool this year um, that I'm excited about is um, so we have some friends with small kids and we're all getting together and doing Christmas cookies and we did a grab bag. We're doing, um, like, we traded names for kids, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Um, that's the kind of stuff that I think is great, yeah. you know, to be able to do um, to do all of that. And, you know, it gives us something different to do rather than um, just 
everyone trying to buy gifts for everyone's kids, you know, yeah. it's like, it gets to be a lot, you know, Absolutely. you only spend 15, 20 bucks on each kid, but multiply that out times six. Yeah. It's hard. It's a lot of money for people to come up with, you know, yeah. and it's we like, do a, we do a holiday toy drive too. Right. Like even that, like we buy like five or six kids stuff, mm-hmm. but even that kind of adds up along with, you know, the other relatives we have to buy stuff for mm-hmm. the two sides of the family. Plus right. my mom is getting stuff for me and my brother. I understand, like, it adds up. Right. And it, it gets to be an expensive holiday. And you're like, I just want to make it as good as possible. And, you know, like I said, I think it's so much the the expectation. expectation. Yeah, that's what hurts. I'm hoping this year might be a little easier. Um, I've been seeing an endocrinologist over the last mm-hmm. nine months or so, and we're changing up one of my medications, and it's um, a mixture, combo med, yeah. and one of the main components to it is Wellbutrin. <laughs> so I was on that. I might have a happier uh, Christmas yeah. here. It depends. It depends. If it works with you. If it does. There yeah. is a test. You can swab your mouth and yeah. see what medications work for you. Yeah? Really? It's, I don't remember what it's called. This isn't for depression. No? It's no? It's just because? It's uh, it's a combination. It's it's supposed to be help aid with weight loss. Interesting. Yep. It's that mixed with uh, naltrexone. Never heard. Which is a actual, it's an opiate derivative kind of thing. Oh, so, exactly. You may not feel anything this Christmas. I might not feel anything this Christmas. <laughs> so you're just sitting there drinking all of a sudden, you're just out of your mind. Right? You're like, what's going on? <laughs> oh, for sure. So we'll just, you know, we'll have to see what happens and go from there. And, yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe it'll be a happier Christmas. I hope so. Or that's what I'm, I'm hoping. Because I know, I know it's not easy. No. Um, I've struggled with depression here and there, not to the extent that, you know, other people have, but I think we have to be cognizant of it in this day and age and, you know, what's going on. Watch out for those around us. Remember to call. Yes. You know, when it comes to like, you know, trying to figure out who's the best grandson to your grandma, sometimes that's what it comes down to. I'm the best grandson. You know, who remembers to call? Because as we said before, it's all about time more than anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And Time is better than physical object gifts. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoy it, but more. Who doesn't? Like, I don't know. I'd rather do something personal for somebody than, like, buy them a gift. Right. I'd rather just be like, oh, like, let's go out or mm-hmm. I made you something. Right. Blah, blah, blah. And all those other, yeah, exactly. And all those other good stuff. Well, like, I found um, some really cute things for Kate and Summer just out of randomness. Yeah. And so, like, I'm super excited to give them to them because, like, I want them to be able to get them and enjoy them. Yeah. Um, and see, you know, be like, hey, I got this for you. And, like, not because it's Christmas, <laughs> but because I wanted to. Yeah. It was something I thought they'd like. I like doing that throughout the year as opposed yeah, to, like... Yeah, just getting stuff. It'd be like, oh, I saw this and it reminded me of you. Here right, as opposed to here I bought you a pair of gloves because I couldn't find you anything else. Yes, although I would value a pair of gloves. My <laughs> hands get really cold and crack, okay. so I just want fingerless gloves. Okay, would you like um, a trick? Yes. Here's some Mama Claire advice. Okay. Hooray, look, we that drew in a, a segment. segment. It is a, a segment. Mama Claire advice. Is it's it? A, well, it is, technically. Oh. We have Ask Mama Claire, but people don't ever write in because people are scared, I think. Yes. You know, you guys, um, speaking of Ask Mama Claire, which you can hit me up, um, Twitter, everything, Claire. whatever. <laughs> Anyways, you can also hit me up on my email. It's askmamaclaire at gmail.com. Nice. Claire is with no I. It's spelled just like it sounds. It's on the Facebook page. You Anyways. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I can give advice, too, or if you have questions on anything, there's that. Um, or if you have questions for someone else, in quotes or out of quotes. You know, like we had, um, if you listen to the most recent, not most recent, second to last 
um, you're going to get a disease. Yes. I jumped on there and joined Dr. Luke. Okay. Um, and we talked about some stuff. So feel free to write stuff. And that was something someone had written in about mm-hmm. someone else. Yeah. So great. This is the advice for this week. I too suffer from cold, dry hands all the time. Aquaphor. Yes, I've seen. Is the fix to every skin dry ailment. What you do is, especially if you're going outside, you put the aquaphor on underneath your gloves uh-huh. and it forms a barrier to keep the cold out. So if you're going to be someplace and it's cold, put aquaphor on first to seal. It also heals insanely well. I like the uh, utterly smooth. That well, like for like balm, healing. Yeah, that'll that, do the that same works. thing. I've used that like at work because I'm outside a lot. Right. Moving salt and like. Doesn't the, it have a little menthol in it though? I don't remember. I think there's two different kinds. Okay. Because uh, the nice thing about Aquaphor is it contains nothing. It's just yeah. super pure petroleum jelly. I've seen that we have that at work. So it's I might pick up some awesome this year. stuff. And you know, like I like using it with gloves because it takes a little while to absorb. Yeah. And it's nice because then it's it's really deep down in your yeah. skin, which is awesome. Gets you, I need to do that. Gets you all careful and everything else. So mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Enjoy. Yeah. That's I always. Will. I will. <laughs> you're like I will try, um, but that's always fun. So that yeah. was our, our Ask Mama Claire segment. Do you have anything else that you wanted to talk about or share with the people? Uh, no, not really. I was uh, I was pretty pleased with our conversation. Yeah, covered good. all the topics. A lot of good ones. <laughs> holidays, grr, grr, holidays. Rattle, rattle, rattle. I know it's it's hard trying to balance you know the Everything. time you want to spend with the expectations. Because I think, I don't know if that's something having to deal with, like, you know, dealing with depression or anxiety, the not being able to live up to it. And I think we put more pressure on ourselves. Yes, absolutely. Well, the only thing for the holidays for me is it just expectations versus the reality of, like, what can I accomplish? Then there's the, for me, it's like I get a nice break from school. So Mm -hmm. it's also like I want to relax, but I also have to get things done for the next semester. So it's like... There's a lot going on in this next month and a mm-hmm. half. So, like, I'm wrapping up finals, which is exhausting. Right. I've got a three-day final. Oh, God. So, that's going to kill me. But then I've got, like, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going on. But, like, right. like everyone. But it's just, like, during that time in the holidays, it's nice to be able to have one or two days out of the month where I can, like, sleep in my bed for two days straight. <laughs> or play copious amounts of video games. Right. And just not worry about stuff. But then it's, like... You got to go here and see this and get that and go out with the family. And it's like, I love all those things. I do. But I want a day to just hibernate or to gorge out on chocolate chip cookies if right. I want. Mm, Which I've been doing. Cookies. All we've been doing is baking at my house. <laughs> so I walk in every day and I'm like, ah, oh, sugar cookies. Ah, oh, chocolate chips. Ooh, oatmeal raisin. Like, right. It's always something different. But then they're gone in two or three days and we make more. So I can't <laughs> stop eating cookies. Oh, no. <laughs> it's a problem because I wanted to like not gain weight this winter. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, no. Like, I'm, I was, like, 150 when I went to New York. Yeah? I'm, like, 155 in a week and a half. You only weigh 155 pounds. I'm sorry, 255. I'm <laughs> crazy. That is, I wish I was 155. I'd be very like, slender. That was how much I was in, like, seventh grade. I'm like, wow, I'm super fat. Thanks. No, I'm too, I was, like, 250, and now I'm 255. So I've gained five pounds in a week and a half. Oh, man. I need to start running. Last <laughs> night at three in the morning, I was like, I'm getting fat. I should go for a jog. It's three in the morning. I should go for a jog. There's no people to watch. I'm going to go to bed instead. <laughs> yeah, right? That's my yeah. problem. I like sleep and I like food. Yeah. So, so food before sleep is 
Oh yeah, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I only want to be up at late hours too. Like if I could get like a nighttime job, mm-hmm. I'd be really happy with that. At least for a while until I have a steady life and kids. Right. Well, you know, radio is not a bad thing then because they always need people to work that late shift. Graveyard people shift. don't want to. So I would for a couple years. Yeah. Just to get my feet in the door, get on the. I need a big boy job so bad. I, I just know. I can't wait for the next part of my life, it's, but I'm trying to enjoy this part. It's so cute. All of you, all of you all, all you youngins that are getting towards the end of your college, you're all like, I want a job, I want a job, I want a job. And I'm like, slow down. Yeah. Like, I don't think you understand. Like, I'd what like to entails. tell you that things get easier as life gets on, and they don't. No. Things, aspects of life get better, like when you get into that relationship that turns into your lifelong one. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's my 11th anniversary today. Yay, 11th married wedding anniversary, thank you. Um, that gets better, but I wouldn't say it gets easier. No, I, I wouldn't say either. I mean... It gets better. It, things get better in certain aspects, mm-hmm. but I just... I like school. I love learning. I love what I can do. I love getting the experience, but I'm I'm not ready ready, mm-hmm. but I, I have a drive to start a career mm-hmm. in which I will enjoy. Yeah. I know that. Like, yeah, it's going to suck for a couple of years, mm-hmm. but once I not make it, but get in... To right. like pass the intern phase. Yeah. If I get in, I know I'm gonna love it. Absolutely. Or and have the opportunity to do something I like in it. Yeah. I saw somebody post this week about um how millennials like being whiny and blah blah blah. And yeah. you know what? I wanna I'm gonna say no. We're I'm not gonna whiny. say no. And here's why. I am impressed more every day by the young people I work with than I can possibly recount. And here's why. As much as the people, there is a group of millennials, just like there's a group of Gen Xers that are whiny pains in the ass. Yeah. And the thing about the person that posted is like such a fucking drain. Like, congratulations, you can't hold down a job. Yeah. Quit posting about millennials being whiny and lazy when you spend every day whining about how you can't find a job you love and whine, 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 but you're not willing to put in any work towards anything. You know, like you're a millennial and I'm a millennial. Yeah. And you just said something about you can't wait and it's going to suck and it's going to be hard, but you're going to work through it. Yeah. Because there's a drive in the millennials that I don't think exists in the Gen Xers. There's a drive to to work your way up to achieve what you want. And I like, I think there's a more push to I'm going to go get that. I'm going to get it. And if I need to go over here to get there, I'm going to do that first. Um, There was a really great analogy uh, before we wrap this up. I went to um, my first day at my new job. Mm -hmm. We had a wonderful um, uh, meeting uh, with HERMAC, which is HR Management Association of Chicago. And the guy was hilarious. Like, I think he's funny because he then sent us a follow-up this week, which makes me think of it. Uh Um, It was a be the boss of your own career and it had everything to do with Bruce Springsteen. Hold on. I did not understand this. I know who Bruce Springsteen is. Yes, the boss. He, <laughs> apparently he's the boss. I did never made that connection. And yeah. he kept talking about how Bruce Springsteen is still relevant. And I was like, no. 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 Classic, but, but relevant? not relevant. I'm like, He hasn't mm, done anything since right. like John Kerry's electoral campaign. I'm like, I think you need to rethink your thought process here in branding. And his whole thing is rebranding people. Yeah. Which I understand. I'm like, you need to rebrand yourself because your 1984 mustache needs to go. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to like, and, and the stuff he was talking about, business-wise, yes, rebranding, getting yeah. in touch with yourself, all that makes sense. But like your package is out of date. Yeah. Because you're not going to talk to anybody under 40. 
at about all. Bruce I'm like, I'm pretty well, I'm pretty well versed in the music world. Yeah, but he listed up. <laughs> if you're gonna talk to some, I mean, even yeah. late twenties may not even get it. No, we were like, uh, he had a he pulled up this chart of all these why rock and roll is still relevant. I'm like, well, you gotta like be specific on rock and roll. Yeah. I'm like, you're not making any sense. Um, and then he had Jethro Tull was listed up there. No, I, <laughs> I can't even tell you who Jeth- what Jethro Tull sings. <laughs> like, no, he's the piccolo guy. Yeah. I'm like, I, no, no, no. Nice try, man. Jethro Tull is not still relevant. No. <laughs> not, in, not any way, shape, or form. No. I'm like, I couldn't even tell you the last time Jethro Tull came out with music. And I know who he is because my parents had a cassette tape yeah. from, from when I was yeah. little. Like, no. Well, <laughs> Try thinking. You want to talk about bands that have remained relevant and are going to make sense to people? Like, why didn't you bring up Metallica? Yeah, they've been around forever. Foo Fighters. They've been around forever. Yeah. I love Foo Fighters. I Foo Fighters. But back to the millennial <laughs> yes. thing. I think it's been ingrained in our head that if you want to do something you love, mm-hmm. you have to almost earn it now. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, there's those Facebook memes that are like, oh, we want someone 20 to 25 with 30 years of experience. Yeah. Like, you have True. to earn your experience in such yeah. a shorter time now, I feel. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not, you're out, you have to put as much as your college as you can into your major, mm-hmm. and then you have to get a job, but yeah. you need to have as much experience in that. Like, for me, the more time I spend at our, in our station, uh-huh. the more appealing I look on a resume. Yeah. Um, but it's, sure. it's always been told to me that, like, you have to go to college to get the job you love. You have to work for it. You have to do it yourself. Yeah. My mom has been a big, like, we're earning it, because she did. She had my sister in high school, never had anything handed to her yeah. her whole life. Like her family, her family was super poor. Became the vice president of three different companies at a time. Yeah, and now she works at a, at a college right. because she had kids, and then she gave her life to us, which I yeah. could never be more thankful for. Yeah, but she's earned everything in her life and never asked for a damn thing. Yeah, and like, yeah, I'm still spoiled in like that whole like I'm still a twenty something and I live right. with my parents, but it's like if you want something, buy it. You want, you know, a new video game or mm-hmm. anything you want, like a new guitar, buy it. Like, right. I don't think... I my think, parents have never bought me a guitar because yeah. they're like, it's your thing, you have to earn it. I think we... I think the assumption was that, you know, like, the millennials were handed everything. But the thing was, was like, we would completely not be surviving if we weren't helped in yeah. some ways. You know, because like, and that's where um, I kind of spoke up because I was the youngest person in the room by probably 10, 15 years. Yeah. Most people were in their 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, so a good 10 years. And I was definitely the only millennial in the room. Because yeah. I'm at the very edge of millennial to mm-hmm. begin with. Because um, I think it's 82, right? I think something like something. that. Something. Um, so I'm at the very edge of millennials. And listening to them talk. And he said, you know, it used to be where when people got jobs, like even prior to our parents, well, my parents definitely, yeah. but not maybe not yours, you had one job. And you, you were, they were tree climbers. You'd pick a tree and you climb it to the top. Yeah. And then it moved on to tree jumpers where they climb so hard and they jump ship. Yeah. And they climb so high and they jump ship. Yeah. Um, which is the next generation. And then there's millennials. And we're not even in the fucking forest. No. We're, we're surfers. Yeah. We're waiting for the wave. And we want the big wave. Yeah. We, we want it. We want that big wave. Yeah. And we're willing to practice to, to, do, get to get it. We're willing to work for it. But at the same time, if we can't catch that big wave, we're going to catch that small one and ride that small one as far as we can Until go. We can and then we're going to catch another one, which is why it seems like we're jumping jobs. Yeah. But we're not jumping jobs. We're jumping opportunities. It's all in perception. Well, and, you know, that's a great way. But the thing is, is like, 
the reason we're doing it is we are all walking away from college with 80 grand worth of fucking debt. We need something. We can't, we can't. I can't just look for a job for right. six months because then my freaking loans are due. We can't, we can't work for $10 an hour. No. We'd love to, but we've 80 grand of college debt that, yes. that our parents and didn't pay for. No. And then you have to work two jobs. Right. And kill yourself. And then if you want some fields like you need a master's. Some mm-hmm. fields you need a doctorate. That costs right. more money. Well, and unfortunately, the degree doesn't necessarily help you get the job. No. It helps you maybe get your foot in the door a little bit, depending on it's, the company. It's something to look at. It like, helps they you will keep get, a job and will, change jobs. Yes. Because then you, you have the experience and the degree. Because it's like 25 or 30 years experience. My old job is posted yeah. for somebody that does not exist. The person that they're asking for with that experience is does not exist. Nobody has that experience no. because they're asking for something that doesn't make sense, yeah. especially for the title. Uh-huh. Like that was I, I like reading that going that doesn't exist. Um, this is from this kind of department. This is from this kind of department. This is from this kind of department. You can't get someone like that. Nobody's going to do that. That doesn't. This does not exist. No. And like, like we were talking earlier before the podcast about QA. Yeah. Um, yeah. Most companies don't do it because it's a waste of time. Yeah. So you want someone with QA experience, you're looking at someone old and they're not going to take the pay cut. Yeah. Like you, you want someone that has 30 years experience. But they're younger and you're right. not going to get that. You're not going to get that. That's no. going to take that pay grade. That's yeah. the thing behind you got, it. Yeah. I mean, I would see, I would, I would, especially for what I want to do, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to do a small thing. Yeah. I wouldn't mind because it's something I enjoy. Right. And if it gives me money, yeah, I would work something else if I needed more money. But it's not like I can't work two jobs. Right. And that's, I'm willing to do stuff like that. Like, and I think you're right with like, we want to work hard, select group of us too. Mm-hmm. Cause I know plenty of people who are not going to school, not doing anything with their lives mm-hmm. and just, you know, living in their parents' basement. Right. Doing jack shit. And then there's people like the people I know are all hard workers mm-hmm. for the most part. Right. I used to hang out with the, the shit crowd. The basement dwellers. I, yeah. And then I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to eat pizza and smoke pot my whole life. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather get a job and at least be in right. comfortable in life. And the thing is, I think there's people like that in every generation and yeah. everything. And you know, the people that never leave high school, never leave their hometown, and I don't you want know, that. Mm-hmm. it happens. I want to leave. Right. And you know, we sit there and, and you can try and make judgments on entire groups of people because of stuff like that. But you know, a lot of the and there are some people that are out there like I know we've hired some young people in my in my job too that I know got jobs that did not deserve them yes. like you must have lied your ass off through yeah. that um through that but yeah. let me tell you it's like come on guys yeah and first you jobs know? are so hard to come by they are I got lucky my dad works for a mechanical contractor mm-hmm. so they're always looking for like the, the employees kids for summer work because it's grunt work it's right lift all these sh- lift all this heavy shit do right. this do that so I got lucky enough to get a job there mm-hmm. and get experience to get my next job at Ace Hardware. Right. And then from there, I, I, I worked the music department mm-hmm. so I could actually get the other job. But it's I was yeah. lucky enough to get my first job. Some kids don't even get the opportunity to be like working at Jewel as a bagger because they've never had experience before or something. Right. Like it takes. Yeah. Now it's harder to go get a job and everything's online. So when you're not looking outside, like my parents were like, yeah. you got to walk the beat and get all the grunt work in. I'm like, you can't, nobody this does that. that it's all online. It's all online. And like, um, I was except talking... for independent source. Like right. my ace was yeah. walking, fill out an application. I came in two days later. Hey, 
writing status, and they're like, "Come in for an interview. I got the job yeah. on the spot." If you want to come in, and if you if you're gonna if you want walk in position for like retail, sure, mm-hmm. you can still walk in and fill out a paper yeah. application for some places. Although yeah. a lot of places now are like, "Go fill out online." Yeah. Um, to get into my corporate office, I was talking to the head of talent acquisition, and you know, listening to him talk, like it's a miracle anyone gets hired. Yeah. Like if you get hired, it is a luck of the draw. Of like, imagine like we get hit with so many resumes. And so many applicants, especially for entry level, you're talking yes. like two to three hundred applicants sometimes for jobs. The pe- the ten people that get hired, that is like literally luck of the draw. Yeah. And then it's the best person that interviewed out of there. Because I'm not saying that people aren't qualified. It's not that at no. all. It's that there's so many to go through. They can't you... possibly go through everything, and mm-hmm. so they have to use the tools that they have to pull out the best things. And so they are used looking for buzzwords and things like that. Yeah. So here's another ask Mama Claire, and this is going to be my my help for those out there looking for jobs. When you're applying, there's two things you can do. Rebrand doesn't just count for old people trying to find new jobs. Yeah. It works for young people too. I think my rebranding my resume is how I got the, my new job. Yeah. So I went through and moved my education to the top because my education was the most relevant experience to the position mm-hmm. I was applying for. So I moved that to the top and then I went through and redid all of my points that I'd done from a different perspective. So I've done a lot of merchandising and ops and retail and all of this technical yeah. work, but I needed to make that reflect the like broader picture. Yeah. So I went through and reworded it. It's still what I did, but it's but just it's told different. from a different perspective. Yeah. And because of that, and then pulling out buzzwords from the thing, like yeah. I know like a lot of the sites out there tell you to do that, but seriously, if you're going for a job, go through and read. What are they looking for? Did I do this? Well, I kind of did. All right, I'm going to go back and make this point like this other one over here. All right, did I do the next thing? Yeah, I kind of did. So I'll make this one sound more like Mm -hmm. this. So when they're reading their thing, because it's a recruiter usually reading it first, when they read it, their thing, and same thing if they're looking for buzzwords, Mm -hmm. if they use like some of the tools out there to pull resumes that best match, they're going to be able to do that, to pull it out and go from there. And I think sometimes people are so scared to like change their resume, change it around, Change it around is great. I just reworked mine from a year ago. Yeah. And I've gotten so much more different experience yeah. than I was last year. Right. I've got a new job. I can put that down, especially for yeah. my career. It's so important to put you that down. You don't need an objective anymore, by the way, people. Get no. rid of your objective. It's a waste of space. Pull instead of t- to the top a skill set box or an accomplishments box. Bullet point out what's below because you have to be able to get people to read too. past the first line. Don't Yeah, don't get too wordy. Don't do any of that. But if you pull out your skill set at the top. Or things that you've accomplished, like pull out, and same thing, once again, pull out the buzzwords, because we've all done lots of things, so, you know, you need to be able to pull out, if this one's looking for more technical experience, that gets added yeah, to the top. I mean, as you put out the being, most relevant yeah. experience to that job, to the job that you need. It has to be truthful. Yeah, you don't it lie. It has to be truthful, um, but sometimes um, the truth is in the perception and the delivery. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you might not have done it exactly, but it's relatable enough, and you have to be aware of your skill set, too. How yeah. much can you, A, learn quickly, and and B apply. Yeah. So like for example, I found out like like my other job my old job was posting and they want a expert level Excel person. Yeah. I work in Excel a lot. They don't need someone with expert level. They need someone that can understand Microsoft Office yeah. and can figure it out pretty quickly. They need someone that can learn fast Excel. Because yeah. Excel really isn't that hard if you have a good teacher or know someone. Um, but they don't need an expert level. Like that's just no, funny. There's no Exactly. There's not really a lot of jobs that you need right. expert level Excel. It's not hard to work. And then I had someone email me this week and ask me, um, is, uh, because I'd done a lot of Excel and they knew that, they said, hey, I have someone came to me and they want to take an Excel class. And I read mm-hmm. through the description of the Excel class. Now, mind you, this is a $400 Excel class. And I was like, 
you hired someone that asked you to do this. Like I could not believe if some if, if any employee I hired for the company that I work for that wasn't a mailroom clerk came to me and goes, I want to take this class mm-hmm. and gave it to me, I'd have been like, we need to talk about your future here at this company. Yeah. Because it was so basic. It was like how to make a workbook. And I'm like, anyone that's worked in Microsoft should be able to create a workbook yeah. and understand simple equations in Excel, which is all this class is going to teach you. And if they don't know that and didn't read that and go, oh, I know how to do all this stuff, how on earth did we hire them? Yeah. It's completely flabbergasted at the basicness of this is for someone that's, you know, 70 and has never worked in it before and yeah. got a new computer this year. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, I should teach Excel classes. I can make so much you money. You can make better money. <laughs> Probably good. Oh, good times. Yes. Well, we've uh, been blathering on. I've That's been okay. blathering I on. I enjoy it. It's what I do. That's okay. Um, don't forget there um, out there, folks, to listen to all of the wonderful other shows out there in the Disease Network. I'm sure if you listen to them, you'll hear me in the background because I like to interject and annoy and um, put in my two cents on everyone else's show, especially if it's recorded here. So um, You get the right. Right. Exactly. My house, damn it. My house. I uh, joined You're Gonna Get a Disease. I often interject on something gate. <laughs> Um, um, that just happened and Das Drunks as well when they're doing that. I think there's another one they're going to be recording there soon. Nice. Uh, don't forget, you can hit us up on Facebook, uh, slash, uh, disease network has VD. Um, ask, ask mama Claire as well. Any questions you got? And you can hit us up on Twitter at Vag Dialogues. I'm sorry to my Twitter followers. I'm terrible at posting on Twitter, so I apologize. I'm so bad at Twitter. <laughs> I try. Yeah. I, I try. just keep up with other people's Twitter. I try, and I think. And yeah. thank you, uh, Brendan, for joining us today. Hopefully we'll have you back now that I've sent you that fun-filled book. I like it. And uh, once you read the book, we've been talking about we can, doing we um, talk. uh, How Full Is Your Bucket um, book, like which that. I think will be really fun. So cool. All right. Thank you, folks. Have a good week. And remember, shelter your jerky, then nab her turkey. Bye bye.